This is Right From The Deep. I'm Karen Ball. And I'm Erin Taylor-Young. And this is the podcast from writers for writers, answering the question, why am I doing this? Right. As writers, editors, and a former literary agent, we're in the deep with you, encouraging you and equipping you to find your truest story in the deep places. Get our show notes and more, including a free audio download on how to safeguard your writer's heart at writefromthedeep.com. Hey guys, want to know what's happening at Right From The Deep? Well, here you go. First, thank you so much to our Patreon sponsors. You guys, we're so thankful for you. We appreciate you. Your encouragement and your financial help really, truly help make this show possible. So we can't thank you enough. And if you guys out there want to find out more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash right from the deep. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash right from the deep. And we're especially thankful for our July sponsor of the month, Tammy Partlow. Yay, Tammy! (laughs) She's a speaker at women's retreats, and her debut novel, Blood Beneath the Pines, da-da-da-da-da, is a (laughs) suspense set in the Deep South, and it's now available. She's hard at work on the next book in the series. And I am going to be at the Florida Christian Writers Conference. That's going to be at the Lake Yale Conference Center in Leesburg, Florida. That's in October, folks, but that's coming up sooner than we all think. (laughs) It's October 19th through the 23rd. So I hope I'll see you guys there. You can find out more at wordweavers. That's word-weavers.com slash Florida events. And it's my turn to share a wonder. And we have just recently sold our home here in Oregon. (laughs) And we're going to be moving north so that I can escape the the massive amounts of wildfire smoke and hemp and marijuana grows here in the valley. In my beloved valley, I can't stay here any longer. But as you all know, I am a gardener and I have a great time in my garden. And I have to say that it's as though over the last couple of weeks, my garden has decided to go above and beyond to say goodbye to me. It's, it's just totally astounded me. The magnolias on my magnolia tree, which my dad and I planted, are, are bigger than a dinner plate. And the roses are <laughs> abundant and huge. And it just feels like a celebration in all the plants around me that I planted and tended to over all these years. So, you know, I get to start over again wherever we go in Washington, but I just think it's wonderful that God gives us these little bitty reach down and and just brush his hand on our cheek and say, this is how much I love you. That is Mm. a wonder. It is. And now, here's the show. Welcome, listeners. We are super excited for part two of our interview with Shadia Harichi. And it has just been a great conversation. You are not going to want to miss the rest of this. So how do you think that the fact that you write Bible studies, how does that impact you in your spiritual journey as a writer? It's been an interesting journey. (laughs) The first study I wrote was, as I shared earlier, that was the, uh, I had first written a story about the abortion and and God's beautiful healing. And then I turned that into a Bible study. Uh, And virtually every one of my Bible studies centers kind of like what you were saying, Karen, on the character of God, who he is, Mm -hmm. meditating on certain aspects, because that's the most important thing. But when I finished that study, I thought, you know, that was a deep wound. And, And I wrote it, you know, years after. 
And I kind of thought, okay, now now we're going to go to the teaching part, you know? Right. And right. so, yeah. So the next study that God puts on my heart to write is Hagar, <laughs> uh, the servant of Sarah. And, you know, that, I mean, talk about a messy story. Um, yeah. I love that story. See, it was actually the inspiration for the whole series. Like you said, Karen, you liked the series title behind the scene and that play right, of words, right, S-E-E-N. That yeah. She was the inspiration for that. But when I wrote that study or in the process of writing that study, oh my word. Okay, so this study includes a invitation for readers to walk through some difficult experiences from their past. And through the study, we'll come out with a recognition of God was there. You know, Mm -hmm. so there's sort of three things going on in that study where I'm talking about Hagar's story and how God was there. I share some of my story, how God was there in these difficult times. And then the reader is invited to do the same. Okay, well, about halfway through, God decides to dig up, I would probably say, one of the most painful memories of my life that I had. One of those memories where you buried so deep, you actually did forget about it. That kind, you know, not that well, not you put it in the back of your mind is out of your mind. Like you, you don't even remember that. It, I mean, you do just buried it and he starts digging that up. And I'm like, whoa, 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 you know, wait a minute. This wasn't, this wasn't on my to-do list today. You know? <laughs> don't you understand? I have a set word count, God. Exactly, exactly. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so, um, I, I think it, it was just unexpected, you know, um, and so we so we walked through that and, um, you know, I share a lot more the details, you know, in the study and in the videos and stuff. But it was a very painful memory. I, I'll just give you a very brief so you have some context. Um, I was married before I got saved and uh, well, up until I got saved, then he left um, and he was an abusive husband. And mm. at one point he tried to take my life. Mm. So God brought, well, I might as well just tell real quick. I mean, I That's that. painful. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, like, I, I mean, how, how do you time. respond to that? Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> right, <Well>. right. <laughs> yeah, move on. No, no. So, I mean, um, so he so he brings up this very difficult memory. So so now it's just me and God. We're walking. I mean, right. I, I'm not at my computer. Right. I, we're, we're out walking. It's, it's, I'm taking some time alone. I, I went away for a few days. I mean, it, this was something very, that had to be, I had to deal with God. N- nothing to do with the writing until later. So it was a story. Do you want me to tell us the quick story? Or Sure. Dirt? Okay, because I was okay. So, um, so he was, so he he, he was attempting to to uh, choke me to to death, and so um, when God brings up this memory, uh, and you know I'm not very happy about it, uh, and I'm like, you know, God says, "Do you believe I was there?" Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, um, you know, I know you're everywhere and you're every all time. And so even though I didn't know you, I, yeah, I guess you were there. I mean, it was sort of like a mental acknowledgement, yes, right? right? But, you right. know, he's after more, as always. <laughs> and so he says, why did he stop? In other words, obviously, he didn't succeed, right? Right. right. Uh, and then it was at, at the very last moment that he stopped. And I said, well, I've always believed that he stopped because he got scared, you know, like, this she's she's blacking out you know what now i'm going to be you know i'm going to get arrested and what do i do with the body i mean i don't know what was in his mind but i said (laughs) lord i guess he got scared you know and god said to me and who do you think scared him Hmm. wow and it floored me i mean it floored me i was like you were there (laughs) you were there and so 
yeah, I never saw any of that coming. And then, you know, walking through that and then, you know, coming back kind of down up, down the mountain, to sort of speak and, and getting back to the writing. And I was able to share that story mm-hmm. and really give a tangible picture. God sees, which is what the whole Bible study is about. Amen. He sees. And so as far as spiritual journey and, and then <laughs> I start writing the next study, which was Legion, and he brings up something else. I won't go into it, you know, again, but, you know, and I'm like, again, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, oh my word, you know, and so, and then the next study, which just came out tomorrow, Judah's daughter-in-law, once again, something else. God doesn't need my Bible studies. Right. He doesn't need anything from any of us to accomplish what he wants to accomplish in the world. By his grace, he invites us to participate in his work, and I love that. But ultimately, he's after us individually, right? One one at a time. He wants our hearts. He wants everything. And so, every study I write, um, now I'm getting to notice a pattern. <laughs> God's gonna come after something, and it's gonna be hard, but it's gonna be good. In the end, it's gonna be good because he's gonna show me who he is again. That's, that's oh. what he does. He shows us who we are. Yes. And, you know, we think that's as a fiction writer, I have characters or scenes come up that I'm not expecting. And there are some of them that have come up and I'm like, I don't want to write about that. Mm. And so then I have to go into this wrestling match until I yes. finally say, oh, yeah, that's right. You're God and I'm not. So <laughs> if you gave me this task to write and, and I need to go down this path, then I will go down this path. And, mm. and when I've been willing to do that, when I've been willing to be vulnerable. And I think all writers are like that. When we're willing to share of our own life and heart and journey Mm. in whatever we write, that's what will impact people. And that's what will draw them deeper into that understanding of who God is and who they are in Mm. him. Amen. Amen. Well, I love your quote here too. You said, it's going to be hard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, this is something that writers need to know. Not, not, I'm not even talking about like trying to get published or trying right. to deal with readers or any of that stuff. Forget that. It's going to be hard. It's just you've got to go into those deep places with God. And it's not, if it's easy, something isn't right, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's, it's game changing yeah. when we do that, when we face that hard and come out on the other side with um, the the writer's journey. Whoever wrote that book, they talk about bringing back the elixir, you know, as one of the stages of the hero's journey or the writer's journey. I forget what it's called. We'll, we'll, we'll link that in the show notes, people. <laughs> but it's like you go on this journey and you come back with this thing that can help somebody. It's this elixir that is from God that you've done this journey to get. And that that is us facing that hard place. We, yeah. we always want the characters to go into the hard place and not us. <laughs> but we have yeah. to do that. I, I love that you're willing to do that. And it has to come out and show in those Bible studies as you're writing. Yeah, it, it is the hardest part. But, um, you know, if we're going to write for God, that's a whole different category of writing. Right. Yeah, and we're inviting him in. Then guess what? He he gets to set the agenda. Mm. 
I think it was no. David in Second Samuel 24 who said, um, I will not offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God that cost me nothing. Oh, and we need to remember that. Parallel. We cannot, yes. as writers, try to offer something to God through our writing and through the message that he's given us. It doesn't cost me anything. Mm. You have to know going into it, this is yes. going to cost you everything. Yes. But it's wow. worth it. Yeah. That's a beautiful parallel, Karen. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. it does seem like you're um, attracted to these messy stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, why do you think that is? And how do you pick the next thing you're going to do? Oh, well, I would say I pick these stories because they actually give me hope. You know, I was a mess. <laughs> I am a mess. <laughs> right, and, uh, right. you know, redeemed mess and, and being transformed as God does his work, like each of us. But, uh, you know, until we get to the other side, there's always going to be work to do. But I have a lot of pain and mistakes and bad choices in my past. And, you know, bre- broke every commandment, not just in my mind, but in life before I was 15. So the stories in the Bible of people who kind of felt, you know, uh, you know, unworthy or unseen or um, unloved or unknown. Irredeemable. I mean, irredeemable, exactly. I mean, <laughs> redemption is like a, just, that's just who God is. I love that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, their stories give me hope because I can relate to them. <laughs> I can relate to the broken people. I can relate to those who who were, you know, just kind of cast aside or felt cast aside and they give me hope because when God steps into their story, mm. something amazing always happens. Right. And just as he steps into ours, you know. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons. The other thing I think I like the messy stories is kind of what I was sharing earlier. Like, I feel like um, an archaeologist, like, you know, I don't hear sermons often on Legion or Tamar or Hagar right. or, right. you know. And so I want to know. Like, what am I missing? What am I, what do I not know? Well, you know, what am I going to learn about God? I feel like it's fresh, like fresh ground that no one's come to. I mean, there's commentaries <laughs> and stuff. And of course I do all that study and stuff, but, in it, but initially my time is just me and the word, you know, and like, I, it's just, it's fun, I guess. And to, be, to be in short, um, the second reason is I think it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not often explored. So. What I love is that writing is going to be hard and it's going to be fun. You know, I mean, it's it's a great adventure. And while it's going to be difficult, we can't lose sight of the fact that it's also fun and an adventure. And and just God, we talked about, Karen and I were talking about one of God's qualities is a sense of humor. You know, yes. it's, oh. it's going to still be fun in places and hard in places, like every good story. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yes. And I do get to tell some funny stories in the studies as well that God brings up. I'm like, oh, wow. This is this is going to be good. <laughs> this will be fun. <laughs> this one will be fun. Yeah. Which is great. Well, we're we're pretty much coming here to the end of our time. So I'm wondering, do you have some final words of wisdom or encouragement that you want to leave our listeners with? Um, don't be afraid of the deep. <laughs> be brave. <laughs> um, God's word and who he, you know, God's on your side. If he is calling you to spend more time with him, even if it's five minutes, wherever you're at, whatever he's calling you to, he's already for you. He's already with you. Yield to that. 
give him that space. You won't regret it. Have you ever been in God's word and regretted it? Now, of course, if you jump into <laughs> Leviticus without maybe some commentaries, you might have regretted it. But <laughs> um, or, you Even know, in but, the Song of Songs, I mean, I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I actually, yeah, I, that's one of my, there's a passage in uh, chapter two of Song of Solomon that's uh, something I love, but um, kind of a picture of Christ coming back for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, there are other parts where it's very clearly <laughs> Um, you know, also referring to marriage and sexual love and all that, but it's there for a reason as well, right? All yes. scripture is read that by God for teaching and reproof and so forth. So I would say, don't be afraid of the deep. And guess what? And when you, you know, just like the ocean, you don't go diving into the middle of the ocean. You start on the shore, yes. put your toes in, take a walk, <laughs> you know, enjoy the little ripples, watch the seals, <laughs> the delic- or the, not pelicans, the seagulls have a fight, whatever, but just go and each day, let him take you a little deeper, and you will not be disappointed in the beauty and the creativity and the be, oh, just just the the beautiful way the word displays who God is. And if you need a guide, that's what studies are for. That's what commentaries are for. That's what podcasts are for. That's what we need community for. That's what churches are for. We're not <laughs> in it alone, but give ta- God time alone with also just you and him in his word. I just, I just can't emphasize that enough. You will not be disappointed. Mm, that's excellent. Excellent counsel. We, we hear that all of our lives as believers, whenever that, that adventure starts for us. And I think it's one of the easiest things to forget and the mm. easiest things to not do. And um, it shouldn't be. It should be. We should be as excited about immersing ourselves in His Word as we are about developing characters, or writing our nonfiction books, or, or whatever, or winning awards, or getting a good review. Um, friends, be be grounded in the Word, so that whatever happens, you won't have to be afraid of the deep, and you will find that joy. And that happiness and that guidance that Shadi has been talking about. So thank you, Shadi. You've been a blessing. Oh, this has been wonderful. It's such a joy chatting with you. Thank you for having me. You bet. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us today. You can find previous episodes and more resources at writefromthedeep.com. And I bet you know someone who needs this podcast. So please share it with them. So until next time, embrace the deep. Your writing and your life will never be the same.